Greener by L.C. Owen Chapter 3 The Beautiful Man The warm sun beamed down on my face. My outstretched hand reached for the sky. I jumped up and clicked my heels together in the air. I felt as free as a bird flying south for the winter. I skipped over to my Chevy, let myself in, and put the key in the ignition. My car roared with approval. That a girl, I said as I pat the dash. I flung my car into reverse, then into drive. As I left that little strip center, I shook my head. Why hadn't I done that sooner? I had passed by it so many times before. Although I seem to remember a nail salon, not a spa. The sky was filled with an array of lavender and fuchsia in the horizon as the sun was setting. I knew that Pete would worry about me, but I didn't care. There was no way in hell I was going home to him or his stupid dog. I pressed my gas pedal into the floorboard. My car hummed with the sound of speed as it buzzed down the road. I turned the dial up on my radio. I mouthed the words to my favorite song as I did a head dance to the lyrics. I could see the red stop sign from the distance, daring me to ignore it. As I pressed my foot against the gas pedal, a car to the left of me was keeping pace. The red Mustang hummed alongside of me with the most gorgeous man I had ever laid my eyes on. He had sandy blonde hair that fell down around his angular face. He slid his sunglasses down his nose and peered at me with icy blue eyes. He raised his eyebrows in a way that said, let's go. You're on, I shouted. As I sped through the stale red light, another car served away to miss hitting me. The red Mustang disappeared. As I looked back, I could see he had stopped at the light. Soon my rearview mirror flashed with red and blue lights. The siren sounded like an unwelcome wake-up call. The black and white car crept up behind me as if to kiss my bumper. The officer pointed his finger to the side of the road, gesturing for me to stop. As I turned the steering wheel, my car rolled into a nearby parking lot of a convenience store. A short squatty man stepped out of the car. He had gray hair that was slicked back and his dark glasses covered his face. His stout legs waddled as he walked. My finger pressed down on the button of the door as I rolled the window down. My eyes stared at the button on his uniform shirt and scanned upward to the unpleasant scowl on his face. License and registration, he said. I'm sorry, I know I ran the red light, I started. License and registration, he said again. This time his tone was elevated and commanding. Okay, okay, let me just get my purse, I said. I unbuckled my seatbelt and turned around. My body was much easier to maneuver without the belly getting in the way. I folded my body over the driver's seat, allowing my butt to poke out in front of his face. I rummaged through the black hole of a purse, trying to find my wallet. Ma'am, I'm gonna have to ask you to step out of the car, he said. I spun my body around to look at him. My eyes were as wide as frying pan lids. Why? What do you mean? I asked. You think just because you're a nice looking woman, I'm going to let you off the hook, he said. I beg your pardon, I asked. He thought I was a nice looking woman. No man had said that to me in years. What was he talking about? Don't think I didn't notice you trying to show me your, um, assets. Now step out of the car. My hand grasped around the handle of the door. I gave it a reluctant push as I opened it and stepped one foot on the ground. I could see the red Mustang had parked in front of the convenience store when I wasn't looking. 
Those beautiful blue eyes locked with mine for a single moment when he stepped out of the glass doors to the back to get back into his car. I whipped my head away as my chin faced downward, as not to let him see me. My silky locks of chestnut hair fell down around my face. Hey, Uncle Lenny, I heard him say. Oh no, who was Uncle Lenny? Hey, Justin, the cop said back. Don't come over here. Please don't come over here, I thought to myself. The beautiful blonde man I had seen in the Mustang just moments before was walking toward us before I knew it. The cop was giving him an approving smile. The beautiful man was wearing a thin, blue cotton t-shirt with jeans. Each of his muscles poked out from beneath his sleeve with an enticing nature. His blonde hair shimmered in the sunset as he swaggered over to us. What are you doing to this poor lady? He asked. Didn't you see her run the red light back there? He asked. I, I told you I was sorry, I said. I put both my hands out to each side with my palms facing upward in protest. Yeah, she's really sorry. Besides, she's with me, he said as he placed his strong arm around my shoulder. My stomach turned with a mixture of excitement and anxiety. I could feel the small flutter of butterflies sending goosebumps to each of my extremities. He placed his full lips on my cheek, giving me a gentle kiss. Officer Lenny dropped his glasses down the bridge of his nose. His eyes narrowed at us. He let out a heavy sigh and shifted on his stubby legs. You need to be more careful, he said to me. He turned on his heels and walked back to the squad car, got in and turned off his lights. As he threw his car into reverse, the tension of my nerves released. The touch of Justin's strong arm around my shoulders felt like a comforting blanket. I turned to look at him. His pale blue eyes looked down at me. I shifted my shoulders to turn from him. I was a married woman. What was I doing? I'm Justin, he said, offering out his hand. Ashley. You didn't have to do that. Thanks, I said. Hey, Ashley, how about you and I go for some drinks, he asked. Drinks? My heart was beating out of my chest. His fingers intertwined in the blonde hair as he looked at me. The butterflies in my gut tossed about like heated popcorn. There was something in his angular face that melted me like hot wax. I could see the gleam of desire twinkling in his eyes. It made saying no all that more difficult. I shifted on my feet, bit my bottom lip, and blinked my indecisive eyes. I... I started. I won't take no for an answer, he said. He clasped his large, strong hands around mine, giving it a firm squeeze. The persuasive tug on my arm beckoned me to comply with his request. The shimmer in his eyes as he smiled gave my heart a gentle nudge as I stepped toward him. My head turned to the side. As the sight of my own reflection in the car window caught my attention, I pressed my palm against my face. Was this my face? Looking back at me was a beautiful woman with smooth features. The lines on my forehead had dissipated into silk. The soft feeling on my fingertips as I ran them across my face was a welcome surprise. No wonder the beautiful man wanted to take me for a drink. I didn't look like myself at all. I interlaced my fingers in front of me and put my head down. I took a few more steps toward him. His large finger hooked underneath my chin and pulled my face up to look at him. Just one drink, he asked. I pressed my lips together, not uttering a single word. Wide-eyed and enchanted, I nodded my head, 
The corners of my lips turned up. His cheeks were full of delightful energy as they scrunched upward with a pleasant smile. The rapid beating of my heart was like the flap of hummingbird wings. The feeling of nervous excitement came over me as I gave his hand a reciprocal squeeze. Pete probably didn't even miss me. It wasn't like he wanted to hold my hand. We can go in my Mustang. There's a place just down the street, he said. A street light from beside the store came on as the sky darkened. The light beamed down on the two of us, as if we were in a spotlight. His large hand pressed into the small of my back as he led me to the passenger side door of his Mustang. The smell of his leather interior floated through my nose. The carpets on his floorboard appeared to be freshly vacuumed. There were a hundred green lights illuminating from behind his dash. The screen in the center popped up to greet us with the sound of dinging. Wow, um, this is pretty high tech. I searched for words. Yeah, it's no big deal, he smiled. So, Justin, what do you do? I asked. Oh, you know, a little of this and a little of that, he responded. His coy response sent a jolt of anxiety to my already pressed nerves. What could that possibly mean? I didn't really care what he did anyway. I was just making conversation. Pete had been an engineer for years and I found that to be painfully boring. I shifted in my seat and clasped my sweat-ridden hands together. Oh, I said, what do you do? My cheeks became flushed with embarrassment. I didn't want to tell him what I really did. I mow the yard, I said. Mow the yard? You mow yards, he asked. Um, yeah, I mow yards and put down mulch, stuff like that, I said. No offense, but you don't really strike me as the type of girl who enjoys outdoor work, he said. Crap, he was right. I absolutely loathe the yard work. There were patches of yellow grass in my otherwise green and pristine neighborhood, and they belonged to my yard. How could I possibly say that I was married, and we bargained that I would stay off the workforce to become his house slave? Housewife. I think the term is housewife. I wanted to scream at him that I had given up my career, but that wouldn't sound right at all. Besides, then he would know I was married. I had to keep that little tidbit to myself. You know how it is, doing a little of this and a little of that, I said. I upturned my lips into a coy smirk. He laughed. Well, here we are, he said. He flung his Mustang into park in front of the bar. It was a small white box of a building with a single door. Above the door was big red lettering that read, Pete's. I rolled my eyes at the irony. What were the odds of that? Justin rushed to my side of the car to open it for me. He extended out his hand for me to steady myself as I left the car. Thanks, I said with a smile. My pleasure he responded. Inside, there was a long bar in front of us with several black bar stools. The shelf behind it had every assortment of liquor that could be imagined. The walls were lined with flashing neon lights and flat-screen television playing sports channels. There were two pool tables, a shuffleboard table, and a dance floor. Behind the bar was a petite blonde woman with a bob haircut, cowgirl boots, and cut-off shorts. There were very few patrons in the bar that evening, most of the male variety bottom feeders, I thought to myself. Justin slapped a 20 down on the bar. The usual, Christine, he said. 
The blonde behind the bar gave him a nod, turned on her heels and began to busy herself with glasses, liquor, and juice. He gestured for me to have a seat. So, Ashley the lawnmower, huh? He asked. His fingers swiped down the side of his lips as his eyes fixated on Christine's ass. What a pig.